praise God. I see Ghana here. Praise God. Czech Republic is on. Wow. Czech Republic. Good evening or morning, whatever time it is. Watching from Ampton, from Ghana. May the Lord bless your homes. May the Lord bless wherever you're watching from. I can see Charlton. I can see live from London, Kingston. Praise God. London City, Canary Wharf. I see you at the Love House. Watching from the trap in Bromley. Glory be to God. Uganda. I see Uganda. I see Ibadan. Wow. Ibadan City. My city. Our city. I see the Collie House. From Ibadan all the way back to Northampton. United Kingdom. Northampton. France. Hey, that's my sister. You're daily in France. God bless you. Canary Wharf. From France to Canary Wharf. <laughs> Praise God. Camberwell. Pastor Mabintin. It's been a while. It's been a while for everyone. Good afternoon, everybody. God bless you. Good afternoon. I see Periscope. I see you all. So before I speak to you, I just want to be sure you're fine. Leeds. How are you doing in Leeds? What an awesome time to be alive. From Czech Republic, we are fine. We love you. We are five people. We are, we are afternoon here. Wow. Five people, a family of five people from Czech Republic at home. Praise God. May the Lord bless you all. May the Lord bless all of you in Czech Republic. May the Lord give you that nation, prosper you in that nation. In Jesus' precious name, praise God. Glory be to God. Chadwell Eath. You know I greet people. It's my custom to do that. That's the first thing I do. Praise God. I see the pillar of wealth house. Praise God. May wealth be in your house. I see Kent all the way in Kent, United Kingdom, Aberwood, Stockwell, Sydney. I greet you all in the name of Jesus as we all pray for the world in this season. As we, the world is in unprecedented times and I've got good news. I believe the Lord said to me, this will end quicker than we think. The word of God. And so we're going to, okay, Gravesend. Let me greet four more people. Gravesend, four people watching from Gravesend. Good afternoon in Gravesend or to Gravesend. God bless you. God bless you, Revival Prosperity. I was watching. God bless you. God bless you all. I believe these are unprecedented times in all the nations. And we've been praying for the nations. If you tune in earlier, you would see what we've said, I mean, what we've done practically to help those who are in need. For this is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, to clothe those who are naked, to feed the hungry, and to help the widows, to speak for those who are oppressed. This is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what Jesus would do. And so I'm excited to see the Givers Club move to the nations this morning, I mean, all through this week alone, the video you've seen is just for this week. And till date, we've, we've reached out to more than 20,000 people. Given food, given help, we've reached out to more than 100 entrepreneurs to make sure that they can su survive and sustain in this period when they cannot be on the street to sell their goods or to provide their services. That's what we've been doing, I hope. You've been doing yours in your own little way or together we've been doing this. So I greet you. So I said that to say that we're not just praying for the nations. We're praying. We're praying for those whose families are going through bereavement. Those who are struggling right now health-wise. We've prayed for them. We've prayed for our nation and the nations. 
But what is God saying in this season? As you're watching me from your homes this afternoon, what is the Word of God? Because the Word of God is the only hope in this season. And God has been speaking to us about the nations. Ask of me the nations from the prophecies that God has given us. We begin to teach or began to teach from these prophecies. Why are these prophecies important? They get us ready. What should we do in uncertain times when we realize all of a sudden, and some of us have been preaching this for a while, that the nations don't have answers to the problem, but those who rely on the system, they will say, no, I don't believe in all those spiritual things, they say. But look at the budget of the nations. Look how much they've put into defense and into health. And all of a sudden, an enemy that we cannot see invades the earth and the whole earth shuts down. It tells me that there is a supernatural hand. It tells me that God is ruling and rules in the affairs of men. He puts on the throne those who he pleases. There is nothing that is going to happen in your life without the authority of God. So what is my aim this afternoon? To make you believe more in this God. And God is going to tell us what the solution to the nations are. God raised a man, Daniel, last week. I spoke about give me a man, Daniel. And I'm not speaking religious this morning. God is not religious. I hope you know that. God did not establish any religion. He established relationship. He used Mary, the mother of Jesus, who is a virgin. And the same way he used Rahab, the prostitute. God is not concerned about your past. God is looking for people who can look forward this afternoon and say, Lord, here am I, use me. I'm not perfect. I've got past, but right now my desire is to know what you're doing in the nations and what is my role in changing lives. What is my role? What are you calling me to do? And if this period does not make you ask God more, what he wants you to do for the world, for the nations. If this period is not making you do that, then there's no other period that you will do that. God wants to use you. God wants to raise people, a new generation, a new generation of faith. And I want you to know this. Gone are the days when church is locked within four walls. And that is why we speak like this. We speak to the Daniel generation. Daniel was a government advisor. He became very prosperous because he had the word of God in time for the government. He could decode handwritings. I need to see her. She could, he could decode handwritings on the walls that the nations could not read. I believe there is a set, a generation of young people that will rise up. They will take prominent position and they will straighten their nations. Why is Africa still in darkness? And I told you February 16, that prophecy on YouTube. That God is going to shake the nations. And he's going to, I said that America will be as shaken as Liberia. And at that time of prophecy, one could only wonder what would shake America the same way it shakes Liberia. That's so unbelievable. You cannot logic that out. But we've seen what it is now. Now God is saying that there's going to be a generation of young people 
a people that have never been seen before they are not perfect they have passed there are Rahabs in that generation and there are Mary the virgin in that generation but how you will know that it's a new generation is because of the combination of the people that will come together the so-called holy and the unholy they will come together and they will build a new nation the so-called holy and the unholy they will come together and they will build a new movement this new movement will have economic power i've been saying this for years and we've been singing it we've been seeing the manifestation of it so i go back to my friend daniel this afternoon and i know there are many church meetings going on there are many things people would say for you you know the church all of a sudden became just a thing for you to succeed since they've been doing their success training their leadership training have you seen what leaders have you seen what successful people from the church that is not the gospel of god the church is the family of god on earth and the mission of the church is to counteract the world they have a system the church as a system it is not just a place you go to to be corrected and to feel guilty no it is a place to go to to build a new government that brings solution to people's life someone say pastor why are you talking about the church as the new government because only the church has the heart to change the nations you must have the art the world politics is a system the church is a family system it is a family so it has the art to care for people it is not just political it is family but then gone are the days when the church sits back and say we're just here to worship god and feel right and say oh so 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 is a good girl so so is a bad girl no rahab is important in the new church so when god wanted to get a new nation jericho was a fortified city jericho was a built-up city Jericho was a city that was sieged. Nobody could go in, nobody could come out. But God needed that city for something. And God has raised a man. This is a man you will call, oh, this is a man of God. This is a man, Joshua. He has worked with Moses. Joshua was a great man. Joshua has now led a mighty nation. Joshua has brought in a mighty nation, but they couldn't get into the city. What God has in plan for them was the city of Jericho, but they couldn't get in. Remember these people were people of God. Israel was, were people of God. And God has said, I'm giving you Jericho. Jericho is going to be yours. You can have that land. You can change that land. You can make it godly. But you see, the issue is, as holy as they were, as powerful as they were, as much as they know about God, they could not accomplish that purpose, that, that promise of God without Rahab. And so when God sent spies to Jericho, he said, get me a Rahab. If I can find a Rahab in this city, a woman whose life is not perfect, a woman who has passed, a woman who unless you sit with her, you don't know her story unless you're willing to hear her you will just tag her as a prostitute as a lady who has lived a promiscuous life but god was looking for a rehab he has a joshua already but he needed a rehab if i can get a rehab in a city a rehab is one person who has been looking for god but does not see around the churches around could not do it because they did not have the absorbing power to take in a rehab the churches around could not do it because they could not 
tolerate the look look how she looks look at her dress and when the world i mean the church is rejecting her god is saying if i can get a rehab i can take jericho if i can just find the rehab and that is why you will come back to the hall of fame of faith which is hebrews 11 and you will find out god saying i mean the writer of hebrews saying that people of faith he put rehab with abraham Rahab was in the same class with Abraham. Why? Because all Rahab needed to do is to just believe God. And she believed God. And for her also, like Abraham, her faith was accounted as righteousness. Do you believe? Do you believe that God is in charge of your life, is in control of your destiny, and is in control of just what is about to happen to you tomorrow? I have a message for someone. Something good is about to happen to you. I have a scripture. But this morning, I'm saying, get me a Rahab. Get me someone with a story. Get me someone with a story, but is looking for God. Get me someone in the nation. And if that someone is ready, I'm probably watching this morning or would watch later. There is a nation God is raising. Most of the people watching this morning, this is the nation God is raising. And God has made the wisdom of this world foolishness. Do you believe that despite whatever you've been through in your life, uh, yes, we have to tolerate Rahab, Hebrews 11, 6. Actually, let's start from Hebrews 11, 1. Quickly, sir. Is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah. The evidence of things not seen. Yeah. For by it, the elders obtain a good testimony. Yeah. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Correct. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which Please, are visible. Please, I need you to tag, I need you to underline that word so that the things which are seen were not made by the things which, were, which exist. Please, that's where I'm going this morning. There are some things in your life right now that you cannot see, but that doesn't mean it won't happen to you. The world could not see COVID coming, but it still happened. But for you, good good is coming even though you cannot see it is a put on your eyes of faith but how would you do that a nation i'm coming there talk to me by faith abel offered to god a more excellent sacrifice than she Cain. Did, it, it, abel did not wait for signs it was by the things that are unseen she offered to god and so when hebrews come and say i beseech you therefore brethren that you present your body what he's saying is very simple you can come in a place right now when all this pandemic and situation is still going on in the world and you don't see why you should surrender all to god by faith do it because God set you up to be alive in this season. There's a special purpose for the life of someone that is watching. I don't care about your past, how good or bad it has been by faith. We are about to do something in the nation. And God is calling people out of just ordinary Christianity into this firework with him. Talk to me. Through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. That's right. God testifying of his gifts. And through it... He, being dead, still speaks. Yep. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death yep. and was not found because God had taken him. Yep. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased 
God. For without faith, but without faith, it is impossible to please it Him. It is not. It is not by your righteousness. It is not by your being good or bad. It is by faith that we please God. It is believing in what He sent you to do. Please jump to Rehab. I, I have some ground to cover, and I have a few more minutes. Talk to me. By faith, Rehab. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. It, it showed us a nation. Then it showed us another person who is about to join that nation. This nation was led by Joshua and they were perfect. But there was an imperfect nation. Oh my God. There was an imperfect nation that God wants to take. And God says, if I'm going to take an imperfect nation, I would have to use imperfect people. Get me a Rahab. And once God found a Rahab, he couldn't use the saints to take an imperfect nation. He used a Rahab there. So it is not the saints that will go there. It is the people there in those nations that are not perfect that God is going to touch their heart in order for us to enter the nation. So when God gives you the banking nation, when God gives you the economic nation, when God gives you the fashion mountain, when God gives you the entertainment mountain, do not despise those who look imperfect. There are people of faith there. Some of them also faith their way into where they are and God is going to connect you with them because the new set of billionaires and trillionaires will rise after this pandemic. Go and check the world history. The, the crisis is what provides and produces the most rich people in this world. Crisis. And God is saying that the baton is about to change. And that's what we've been forming as a nation called Spark Nation. I want to get to a scripture quickly. But let's finish that. By faith, the harlot, Rahab. I love the fact that the Bible still did not change a title. And still with the title, you know, some will say, I'm Pastor Toby. I'm Pastor Dami. I'm Pastor Pookie. For our Hebrews 11, 31, for Rahab, our pastoring name is Harlot. And the Bible deliberately did not change that name. It said by faith. So it's not our reputation. It is not our reputation that will take us to the nation. It is our faith. What will make us take us to that height that we've been speaking about as Spark Nation. What will take us to where God, what will make us change nations is the title, the faith. And so if it's been the Alot Rehab, God says, I will not change her name. Get me the Alot Rehab. There were priests in Jericho, but God found the Alot Rehab. God is finding you out wherever you're watching me from right now. I did not come here today to present church to you. I came to present the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is in, in effect to taking the mountains. By faith, the Alot Rehab did not, did not perish with those who did not believe. Or those who did not believe perished. Either they were Christians or not. They perished, but by faith they hallowed. I read the history of Rahab and I saw how she got into prostitution. And God did not put the history out here because it didn't matter to God. Because once God spotted faith, everything changes from there. When God, once God spots faith in you, not good talk, faith, believe in him. Now, I'm going somewhere with this and I'm going to close soon. She did not perish with those who did not believe. The whole nation did not believe. 
And so that means that the numbers of those who did not believe did not affect God. They were still destroyed anyway. One person believed and God spared that one person and God took that nation because of one person. So faith is not a voting matter. When God has shown you something to achieve for him, when God has raised you for a mission, a purpose, it's not a voting matter. Your family don't have to vote on that. Huh? Your village don't have to vote on that. It is you. God will spot faith in you. What is he saying in your heart right now? Arise and achieve it because God placed it in you. The Bible says she did not perish. So nothing survived in Jericho apart from one harlot. Oh my God. Only one harlot was saved because God could spot faith in this one harlot. And so if it does not find faith in a pastor, in a priest, they will perish with those who do not believe. The world is perishing and God says, do you have faith? You can... <laughs> okay, let's go on. I need to finish quickly. The harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe. Yeah. When she had received the spies with peace. So faith is number one. Receiving God's servants is number two. But let me now go to where I'm going with this. Come with me to Psalm number 33. I started this, introduced this. We're talking about the nations. After this pandemic, then comes economic problem. Where is God positioning you? And what is your assignment? What do you need to do? Because I said this February 16th. Of course, people will ignore it and go about their normal lives. But I'm saying it again now that God has our attention. That there will be a mighty economic problem. More than what they already are calculating right now. But then that will lead to the rising of many of you that are watching. I want you to hear me out well this morning. This is going to be my roundup this is going to be my roundup. I'm about to round up. But I want to drop something in the nation. And all through this week, I told you we have to pray last week, but I don't think we remember it. But we're going to do it this week. We have to. If you don't do it before the pandemic is over, another pandemic will come and you will have to do it. You will have to. So God is saying to us right now, how do you position yourself? I've told you about faith. Faith in what God is saying to you right now. Faith also puts you in a community remember we treated this you must be part of a community a faith community you can't run the race by yourself a faith community that's why we call spark a nation a people so we have our own economic heart we have our own entrepreneur heart we have our own women of the city heart that is the heartbeat of the nation called spark are you listening to me? So it's not, we've just moved from just church, just go worship and go home. No, we have to be the solution, the family solution to the problems of the world. So what does God say in Psalm number 33? And I'll start from verse 10. I want you to follow this scripture. We're going to read it. I'll drop a few words on it. Then I'm going to pray for you. What is God doing in the nations right now? What is the economic downturn going to be like? What should you do? Yesterday night, about 3 a.m., I spoke to the group and I said to them, right now, mark my words, what you need to do now is so, so, so business. That's what everybody needs to do now. And yo, if, in case you want me to say it out now, I'm not going to. Go to your family heads 
and begin to organize with them. There's going to be a new rise, a class of rich people, but it's not just going to be riches. It's going to be riches because of the kingdom. It's going to be riches because God wants to have weight. The days of the pastors being despised, the church being despised are over. And I don't blame those who despise it. It's just that they couldn't find the leadership that they need there. It is no longer a church of status. It's a church of impact. It is no longer a church of many people come to this church. We've seen crowd. Spark Nation has seen crowd. We've seen thousands. We've seen God lift us from nowhere and put us on heights. It's no longer a church of show off. It's a church of impact. So if there's anything you, Spark Nation, have done, and those who are just joining us, if there's anything you've done in this, this nation, it's not the numbers. It's not the cloth. What is Rolls Royce? What is car? I don't care about cars. I care about impact. You've done that. Now God is saying you're about to do it on the next level. But let me tell you how this would happen. Psalm number 33 verse 10. The Lord from me from the NKJV please. The Talk Lord to. brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the peoples of no effect. Please did you see that? It is the Lord who brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He's been doing it. Is going to do it more. Why? Because God does not want any system competing with his one. God brings the counsel of nations to nothing. So I believe there are conspiracies. And maybe since this started, you've read so many things about 5G or da 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 da. Whatever their counsel is, the Bible says the Lord brings it to nothing. It makes the plans of the people of no effect. Verse 11. The counsel of the Lord stands forever the plans yeah. of his heart to all generations so there is a plan in the heart of God the Bible says the counsel of the Lord stands forever what is his counsel for your life I'm going to ask you to pray just one simple prayer after this word God show me your counsel for my life because right now till this morning your plan was based on the council of the nations post i mean before covid pre-covid your plans was based on the council of the nation that's your government what are they saying about crypto what are they saying about banking what are they saying about nhs and when you look at all those plans subconsciously you made your own plan but look at their plan now the lord has brought their plans to nothing so if you're going to live a successful life a glorious life for the kingdom ask him what is your counsel now for my life post-covid instead of going for lectures about post-covid lectures people don't know nobody has been through covid before it would even still bring the counsel of the nations to nothing but the counsel of the lord stands forever meaning it is timeless meaning it is not subject to what is happening in the world right now it is not subject to the pandemic it is not post-covid it is the same yesterday today and forevermore the plans of this earth to all generation verse 12 blessed is the nation i love this verse 12 i need you to underline that in your scriptures blessed is the nation whose god is the lord and the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. He said, blessed is the nation. So God knows there are many nations. But then there is a God nation. Then there is a spark nation. 
So we can become a nation. What is a nation? A group of people who speak, who are unified by language. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. In other words, there are nations whose God is not the Lord. Oh my God. It talks about the Lord Jesus Christ here. The Lord, the owner. He is the owner because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and God was the word. So he said, blessed is the nation whose God is the word. The one who created everything is their God. So what happened to the western world? Their God is not the Lord. So what is their God? Money. What is their God? So what happens is this. I want you to hear this. This is important. What happens is this. The Lord is an unseen force. You don't see him. So when men create idols, they want to worship something that their hands can see. Let me quickly give you a scripture on that. This is very, very, very crucial. This is important. Bless is the nation because in your own personal life too, what you're doing is constantly creating idols because you want something to see so that we worship it. So all of a sudden now, some people's job was their God. All of a sudden, you can't go to work. Who are the people that will thrive in this season? The nation whose God is the Lord. Isaiah chapter 12, chapter 2 verse 8. Let's see a description of the nation whose God is not the Lord. And what God is raising now. So, Spark Nation, listen to me. Your God must be your Lord. And those who are just joining us, those who are just watching Spark Nation for the first time, we've asked the world, when you serve your own God, the works of men's hand, are you better than us? Do you dress better than us? No. The Lord owns all things. He blesses for impact. Look at Psalm number 2. I mean Isaiah 2. I hope it's not so fast. Hey, let me hear it out first. Their land is also full of idols. Uh-huh. They worship the work of their they, own hands. They worship the, the work of their own hand. That's what the nations became. That's what the church started copying. So the number of people in their church become their God. So they begin to tailor make services. Um, the number of, of cars is their God. The Bible says blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Their land is full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands. Uh -huh. That which their own fingers have made. That's what happened to the nations. That's what happened to the worst. They make things with their own finger. Currency is made with our finger, money. Then after we make it, Nebuchadnezzar's one was gold. Nebuchadnezzar's one was the image of Duzima. But what happened is one day they asked Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to bow to the work, the craft. You know you can worship crafts. You can worship and make stuff. But the Bible says the nation that will avoid destruction is the nation whose God is the Lord. Whose God is the Word. And how do you know God? It is government. Government is God. And so what is our government as a nation? The Word of God. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Word. In this world, we delight the night. So God is telling you, Spark Nation, focus on Him. Do not focus on anything made with, the, with man's hand. And you will have enough of it, but you will not worship it. Are you listening to me? 
And so what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego told Nebuchadnezzar is, we can't bow to this God because we already bow to the superior one. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Read on from that psalm, please. The, the people he has chosen as his own inheritance. That's you. The people he has chosen as his own inheritance. The church will heal the world this time around. You don't need to believe what I'm saying. You may be in a position right now where you despise church. Say, oh, I don't like that. You don't go to church because of the love of the pastor. You go because of assignment. You look at a church that is doing an assignment in a city. Not a church that looks nice. You don't go to church because you want business connection. You go because they are fulfilling an assignment, changing some lives in that city and you become part of that movement. God says, if you do that, blessed is that nation. Your life becomes soaked into it and your elevation comes from it because blessed is the Lord whose is the nation, whose God is the Lord. You don't go to church because you like what they are saying. Where would that get you? Destruction. No, I see a movement. I see lives changing. You also don't go to church because you are perfect or because you don't do wrong things. No, I see a movement. I see some lives changing. I go be part of it. That's why we have Givers Club. That's why we are who we are. That's why Spark Nation exists. Not to count another church. I don't want to be a pastor. But this is the assignment. Finish this. Why do I keep saying when he says that's God's inheritance? It's because the word is clear. This kind of church, and I'm not saying Spark alone, this kind of church will change the world will bring change to the political mountain, to the political landscape, because we'll be fearless. We'll bring change to the banking world, because we'll be fearless. Fear nothing. And the call of God upon us right now is to rise up from this pandemic and know that we have a covering. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. My life is governed by the world, and that's why I cannot fail. Let's finish this. I want to stop now. The Lord looks from heaven. He looks from heaven. Uh -huh. He sees all the sons of men. Yeah. From the place of his dwelling. He listen, looks. listen to me now, guys, please. The Lord looks from heaven and he sees all the sons of men. I know you have plans for the next 30 years, but he knows when you will leave this earth. And he's going to ask you something because not everybody is privileged to stay on this earth for as long as you've stayed. He left you for a purpose. He will ask you. He looks and he knows all the sons of men. Uh huh. From the place of his dwelling, he looks uh -huh. on all the inhabitants of the earth. Yep. He fashions their hearts individually. I'm going to touch on this on Thursday, not today, because I want to stop. It fashions, their, it fashions their hearts individually. It starts with the individual fashioning. God, the ultimate fashion designer, is the one who fashioned your heart the way it is right now. There's nothing you've done in life that God did not know about it. If you're a giver, he fashioned your heart that way. If you're stingy, and all you know is just you and you alone. If fashion it that way for a purpose, don't stay like that. You can enter into a superior fashioning. The work of the apostolic ministry is to call your attention to your fashioning. It fashions their arts individually. Then it considers all their work. This scripture is so mysterious because you will say, how can you fashion something and consider their work? Because it's almost like you should know what they will do. That's message for Thursday. 
it fashions their art individually it considers all their works God consider your works so have you been kind that's not just nice words are you touching lives is God calling you right now to a place to say, look at that stagnation, look at the lives you're touching, go join that movement or whatever. Church is touching lives around you. I'm not talking about fancy schoolboy church where we just want to look nice and we just want to go there to look nice. No, we look nice naturally. We're not trying to. <laughs> but that is a cover-up in court to touch lives where it really matters he considers all their works then what happens when he considers their works 16. no king is saved by the multitude of an army did you read that that's why i started with how much they budgeted in united nation in united kingdom for defense no king is saved by multitude of an army uh-huh a mighty a, man a mighty man is not delivered by great strength and that's even those of us who are not even mighty so you're not you, there's no chance no king is saved by multitude of army a mighty man is not delivered by great strength it is not the plan you have but let's see what it is then 17 a, a horse is a vain hope for safety see how helpless the world is oh we budget so much for research but UK who could ever imagine that in a country like this, people can die like flies. Unbelievable. A horse is in vain, is a vain hope for safety. Uh-huh. Neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. Nothing will deliver you except blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Verse 18. Behold, Behold. the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him. Uh-huh. On those who hope in his mercy correct to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine death the virus what happens after death famine look at this now so you can easily see the sequence of the world and what i've been saying it delivers their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine God will keep you alive in the famine that is coming but the eyes of God is upon those who fear him verse 19 the, I mean 20, 20 sorry our soul waits for the Lord uh, he is our help and our shield yep. for our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name let your mercy O Lord be upon us just as we hope in you. So I close by saying this. First, get me a rehab. God's saying, whatever the past of anyone has been, all you're just saying is, I believe your servant, I believe your word. What are you doing right now? I told you I want to lead you in a prayer. The Lord's counsel, please give me back that scripture. The counsel of God, something about counsel verse 10 and then you also saying every idol things made by human hand that I've been bowing down to I get them out of my house I surrender to you and I'm looking oh God for just what you are doing in this season that's the prayer we're about to pray why is a community of believers important that community is where we learn the apostolic work teaches us what is about to happen in the nations and it gives us a culture that can counter the systems of this world. 
If you are not already in that position where this season you're just seeking God, and I know it can be boring, by yourself, get into a community of faith. The nations are, have changed forever. God is about to do something from London City to the ends of the earth. You're not going to be left out. God is going to do a work in you. So what he's saying now is all those past must perish with this pandemic. Let them go. Now open up a new chapter to God and cry out to him. Lord, reveal your counsel to me. I want to know what is in your heart. And you see, exactly it's 11. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. Lord, your counsel that stands forever, reveal it to me. I want to see what you're saying. And you can pray that prayer feeling like, oh, God doesn't answer me. You will see what will happen to you. We're about to pray. We're going to worship in a minute. And God is going to speak to you. Someone say, well, God has never spoken to me. I don't even know God. Just say, Lord Jesus, I open up my heart to you. And you'll see what will happen now. And in a minute, I'm going to pray for miracles. From your homes, I dare you to believe and see. Just ask God if that guy speaking is your servant. I want you to do X, Y, Z. And you'll see what would happen to you. And I pray God listens to me. And I know he listens to you too. Not because I'm perfect. But because I am in his, his inheritance. Now I fear his name. I feel like there are tens of people watching right now who just need to reconnect to God become part of a nation whose God is the Lord. The nations have failed and they will keep failing. The nations will keep thinking they have answers. The government of our life is the word. And I'm saying in case you didn't hear me clearly, I'm saying that a set of young people is arising. They will be the leaders of the nations and the time is now. And so what is he asking us to do right now? We're fishing getting our brothers and sisters who are still out there in the world it is not about the clothes we wear and we must wear the best as God gives us it's not about the cars we drive we would use the best as God gives us it's about the passion in our heart for the Lord the one who is called Jesus Christ and there is no telling what he can do with a real there's no telling what he can do with someone who the church does not think is a great person. And when you come to this house, we're not asking you to even change anything. We're just saying, let's build a relationship with the Father. That's all. Live your life. Build a relationship with God and let just you to Him as He leads you. Anyhow, He leads you. What are you saying? We want to worship God in a minute and we're going to pray. I'm just going to pray for you. I've seen so many miracles. God wants to use you and you're saying, God, I want to open up my heart and house for you. So the prayer I'm about to pray is going to give you a sign. A miracle will happen to you this week. It's a sign that God is calling for you. Like never before, this is your season. I can see a sister right now. Tears are dropping down your eyes because God is fashioning your heart. And you know this word is for you right now. You're not talking to me. You know this word is for you right now. God is calling you. 
and at this moment all around the world the reason why you're still alive God will show you this week now God will show you why you're still alive this week it will show you what he's calling you to now God told me that there are people watching who let me give you the definition of a friend a friend is evil walks in when others are walking out and evil stays when others have walked out that's the definition of a friend the person who walks into your life when others are walking out and maybe this season there are sudden walks out of your life or certain things or people walking out of your life well the nation is walking in and God calls us here to be friends and you're thinking about the things that you've gone through and God is saying even if you were real Abraham no matter how much he loves God and is a good man without faith is worse than real 